Hello, and welcome to the Free Music Ed Podcast. My name is Stephen, and today I have a guest from Make Music, specifically over the finale department. This is Mr. Justin Phillips. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, so can you tell us exactly what you do at Make Music? Well, I'm the senior product manager at Make Music, which is a little bit of a, a kind of a catch-all area for really you know, helping um, take what our customers customer feedback about Finale and about our notation software and help kind of translate that to our development team, which, you know, we make a new version of Finale. And then on the other side, I help our marketing team understand those new changes and features, um, help support understand that our sales team, and then go out in the field and talking to people a lot. So it's a lot of interaction with customer and then heavy interaction with creating the software. Wonderful. So uh, you're the one to talk to when we got things that we like and don't like, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, because we get that, you know, customer support gets, you know, a lot of feature requests or feedback on defects or things that people want to see change in the software. And that all, you know, ends up basically at my desk. Now, uh, I think most of our listeners are going to be familiar with Finale. But real quick, could you summarize what Finale does and what your user base is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Finale is, um, in a nutshell, is music notation software. It's one of the industry leaders we've been around for, actually, this will be our 25th year releasing software. And Finale is kind of just a, a good catch-all for people who want to be able to compose music, arrange, uh, copy in, you can scan music, you can play in using a MIDI keyboard. It's a really nice, flexible program for if you want to do anything related to music notation. Right, wonderful. And how many users do you estimate you have? Uh, there's a few million. Yeah, it's it's been around a while. When did Finale start exactly? Uh, 1989, I believe, is our first release in September. Wow, that must be why I feel like it's uh, been around, because it's been around for nearly my entire life. I used Finale all through colleges. It, uh, you guys are pretty popular in schools, aren't you? Yes, we are. Um, that's where actually I first encountered Finale. You know, between Finale Notepad, which is our free product, which has made it really easy for schools to put on as many computers as they want and students to be able to take it home, all the way up through the collegiate level of classes being taught um, specifically on Finale or, you know, students that have to have some sort of notation software. And, you know, Finale is quite popular in that area. Very nice. Now, when I've used Finale in the past, I've noticed that there's a lot of different versions of Finale. We just now kind of mentioned Notepad. Uh, can we start talking about Notepad, and then we'll talk about those other versions in just a second? Sure. Yeah, Finale Notepads are a free version of Finale. It, it's been available, I think, almost 10 years now. And it's basically it's the, the same notation engine that drives the, the full version of Finale. So you can, uh, say an educator can create a file in their version of Finale, send it out to all their students. They can go download Notepad for free, open it up, be able to do some, some simple edits, um, be able to see the notation, be able to print it, play it, um, re really do a lot of work in that for, for a free program. And it's all compatible. It's, it's the same file. For a while, I saw, I, I don't know where I was reading this, but it seemed like the idea behind Notepad was to be the Adobe Acrobat of uh, music notation and to kind of be what everybody opened up all of their files in. And then Notepad even disappeared for a little while. Can you kind of tell us what all happened there? Yeah, actually, what, what happened with Notepad, um, we, we decided to, I think it was 2008 or so, um, and going into 2009, we decided to uh, make Notepad a paid product, which was, I think it retailed about $10 to, to get a copy of it. And you know, we decided then 
you know, coming into last year that that really, you know, it, it should be a free product and we've, we've made it free again. So the 2012 version is is 100% free again, as it has been in the past. Uh, for people that want to use Finale Notepad with their students, and again, I think it's really a pretty awesome product, especially at the free price point, which I'm a fan of. But they can open any Finale file, isn't that correct? That's correct. And they can also open Music XML files, too. Right. And can they import MIDI? Uh, yes, they can. What are the limitations of Finale Notepad? Since obviously it's not the full paid version, it's got to run into some barriers eventually. What are those? We do have some barriers. I mean, it's not going to let you do a lot of um, what I consider like pagination or um, really editing of how your layout looks of, of the music beyond some really basic things. It lets you enter, you know, most um, types of notes. We have some limited music symbols. It really kind of focuses on what's what's really common for a student or for somebody doing some really you know basic no, um, notation to be able to you know put some notes on the page, get some common markings in, and um, be able to print out some music. Wonderful. And there's a limited number of staves, isn't there? There is. Okay, so basically it, it works really well for anybody who's just starting to get into notation or anyone who needs to be able to view and read Finale files. And the great thing about that is, is any files you create in that, as I said before, are, are compatible with any other version of Finale that we have out there. So you can, you know, create music and start creating music there, kind of learn some of our system for entering notes and entering markings, and then that's available as you go forward. You don't have to redo those files again. And of course, there's absolutely no cost to go and try it and see it for yourself. Right. And uh, the experience on Finale Notepad, like you said, it's the same engine as the full version of Finale, so you really do kind of get a feel for what it's like to input notes through the regular Finale. Yeah, it's a great it's a great um, kind of stepping stone to if you once you once you kind of learn how to do some things in Notepad, you know how to do them in Finale. Nice. Now, uh, this is kind of a side note, but speaking of being able to view Finale files, you also have an iPad viewer, don't you? Yes, we do. It's called Finale Songbook. What Finale Songbook lets that you do? It's kind of that viewer concept that we had from the desktop. Um, we've just moved that basically over to the iPad, so uh, it's been out for about a year now. If you have an iPad, it's a free download, which is also great, <laughs> and that you can basically move all of your Finale files over to your iPad and view them on the go. Actually, I, when that first came out, which I'm thinking was, I mean, last last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was almost a year ago. Yeah, uh, I right after it came out, I took and uh, did a school concert and put all my files on there. I I'd composed a lot for that particular concert, so I was I, I conducted from that particular app. I've actually, I've been using it with uh, my marching band students. So I can put all of my music on there and all the drill and be able to walk around the field. You know, not have to carry around that big old binder. Very nice. Yeah, that's, uh, it's real handy. It makes it real direct and you can play the files right off of there. You can. Okay, so also while we're on that, there are these different levels in between Notepad and between the full version of Finale. So what are those other versions in there? Uh, we have two other versions currently. Um, one's called Finale Songwriter. It's our product that's right above Notepad. It, it's really designed as kind of an entry entry level into more of a full fledged notation software. So you, you you're not you're not as limited on many staves. It, it's really designed kind of around writing for some small ensembles, doing solo work, and it, it lets people just kind of have more than what would be available in Notepad, and that retails usually around for about fifty dollars. 
that would work really well maybe if you're writing piano voice guitar scores yes yeah we, we see some popularity there and in addition people doing um, liturgical music for some small ensemble work and also um, for young students as well is there another version between that and the full version we do, which is called Finale Print Music, which has been um, actually one of our more popular notation programs for, for a number of years. It, it kind of bridges the gap between the songwriter, obviously, and what you can do then in Finale, but it's become really, really popular, uh, especially in the, the liturgical world and also in education, that um, a number of elementary and middle school music programs have been using print music with their students. You know, it's a really good good alternative for somebody if you don't need the full power of what Finale, because Finale is really known for being able to kind of put anything anywhere on the page and to get really, really intricate, fine editing on your notation. Um, print music doesn't have as many of those options, but a lot of people don't need that. So print music's been a really good alternative um, for people who want to have some really powerful music notation software at a really good price. And usually, you know, print music's around $100, $120. Excellent. And so then we get to, I suppose, the full version of Finale. That's correct. The full version of Finale has some incredibly powerful tools. Uh, and I don't, some, a lot of these are included on the others, but the ones that stick out on my brain right away that just really aren't offered anywhere else that I can think of is, number one, being able to scan in music, the quality of the playback, and then like you just said, that you can put anything anywhere on the page that, that you want it. You have very big control over the editing, which matters when you get into a lot of different type of compositions or making worksheets or things. Can you tell me a little bit about these features and then other ones that stick out in your mind as being just really selling points of Finale? Sure. Um, so you touched a little bit on, on the playback aspect. And what, what's kind of important about that is if you think back to, to music that was created on computers in the late 80s and early 90s, it, it was really obvious that a computer made that, right? You really kind of hear the um, the bad Mario sounds, but now some of that's considered good, but, right. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's always been really obvious that, you know, a computer made that and there, there's never really been a, a good human touch with some of that. And to get that human touch, that's a lot of work for somebody to sit down in. Um, I'm not sure, um, if you're familiar with something like a, a sequencer or a digital audio workstation. So something like GarageBand um, on the low end or Logic or Pro Tools on the, the top, you'd have to go in and manually, make all of that that MIDI data that you've entered, like your notes, randomized in some ways to sound like humans are performing it. Because again, we're not perfect. So if you have a, let's say a section of five or six violins, they're not all going to play the same thing exactly the same way. So, you know, it's really easy for you to be able to pick out that a, a computer played something. Well, finally, we have human playback, which is a feature that isn't really available in any other notation program that that helps with some of that I hate to call it randomization, but I, I like to call it more humanization of your music. So if you want to, you know, have something sound like swing, you don't have to go and do a ton of work to try to make those notes swing. You can just choose that type of playback and finale, you know, imparts what are considered standard things for a jazz or a, a big band onto your score. So it's been really powerful and can really has changed kind of the way people rehearse music or people, you know, spot check their, their compositions because you don't have to pay for you know, a 150-person orchestra to listen to your orchestra score. You can just press play and finally get an idea of what that's going to be like before you get to a rehearsal. All right, we're going to take a moment right now and listen to some of this uh, human playback feature that Finale offers.
Okay, so the, the playback is a huge thing for a finale, and that uses the Garretton samples, I understand. Can you tell us a little bit about what Garretton is? Sure. So basically what Garretton is, it's, it's a sample library. So we've actually gone and recorded instruments, and then we you know, package that up, and it creates a digital instrument that, that sits on the computer. So what that enables us to do is get a really realistic playback sound that's different than what a synthesizer does, which is stack a bunch of waveform or a bunch of signals together to kind of create something that sounds like an alto saxophone. When you pull up an alto saxophone in Garretton, that actually is a recorded sound. We've gone and recorded every single one of those notes um, at different dynamic levels, put that all together into a really a playable instrument from your computer. So what Finale contains is a, a light set of those instruments. So we kind of try to cover an instrument from you know multiple different types of ensembles so you know you're going to be able to you know load up your standard saxophones your clarinets violins percussion instruments um, and then certain types of keyboards so you can have a little bit of a higher quality playback experience than you would just using a you know what would be considered like a soft synth or a general midi type sound I don't want to stray too far away from Finale, but there's actually a huge library of Garretton sounds that you can purchase to use in a lot of different programs. Yes, the Garretton Corporation was, was a company that we had been very familiar with for a number of years where we licensed their sounds to put in Finale, and there was also um, like full editions of their products. So if you're into um, writing or- orchestral music, you get some orchestral instruments in Finale, but Garretton Personal Orchestra... It gives you more. There's a lot more instruments. There's more um, kind of uh, techniques that you can apply and and different types, sorry, different playing styles that you can apply. And that would be available um, to purchase if you do want to go into that. And also we have things like jazz and big band, concert and marching band, world instruments, a whole collection of different instrument libraries that are really geared towards, you know, whatever type of music you're trying to write. We usually probably have a sound for it. And um, we... Uh, had been, you know, including some of these sounds with the Garrison Corp from the Garrison Corporation for a number of years, and then we actually um, acquired the Garrison Corporation in January of 2012. So they are now a part of Make Music, and their team is now a part of our team. So, you know, all, all those sounds that we include in Finale, that we're, we're creating those now. Excellent. Yeah, that's wonderful. And so I, I guess that helps with the integration. We'll we'll have to save that for another time. I'll have to talk to some people from Garrison and really get into that. Absolutely. Okay, so the playback feature is huge. Can you talk to me a little bit about music scanning? Sure. So we included scanning um, capabilities, and we actually partner with a company um, called Musitech who makes uh, a product called SmartScore. And we introduce or include a light version of their um, SmartScore software inside Finale that allows people to, you know, if you have a piece of sheet music that you know you need to transpose or you've lost a part to. Anything that you need that music inside a computer and using Finale, you can scan that in using your scanner, and um, Finale will translate that into a Finale file. Now, when this feature first came out, I remember thinking that it was terrible. But that's been a while, and I've seen some demos since that make it look like it's actually working fairly fluid. Can you give us an idea of that and maybe some tips for making that work well? Sure. So just to start, scanning is not a perfect science. So the way we like to think is if there's any type of imperfection on the page, if the, you know, if you, as you know, you see some you know, scanned copies of music, the music's all skewed, tore up, all sorts of stuff can happen with that. That'll, that'll make, you know, it's hard for a computer to recognize that. What I like to, you know, think of scanning as is 
is a really a way a shortcut way to be able to get music in. So if you think about how long it would take to enter everything by hand, or you can scan it in and get 90% of what you need and then make 10% of edits. That's how I kind of like to view scanning as. It, it's a really quick way to get a, a, a really good jump start on be able to get a score into your computer. And it has come a long way. It was something that, you know, five, six years ago even, you know, had was pretty basic. And every year it just gets better and better from what we see that our friends at Musitech are doing. So some of my kind of tips on that would be, you know, really when you scan something in, create a new score with the setup wizard in Finale and then copy and paste to that score. You can set up and have a little bit of a, your own style then and just bring the music over to that. You'll probably end up with better results. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Well, that's really a big thing about Finale. While we're talking about inputting music by scanning, the other methods that I really think of is you do have a way where if you have a MIDI keyboard, you can play things into a metronome to input music like that. And then the way that I input music is left hand on a MIDI keyboard, right hand on a numeric keypad and you know, hit the note and add the notation. And that's the fastest way for me. Are those the main ways people are entering? And are there some other options? Yeah, those are really the, the two ways people do. Um, if, if you're a, a, a decent keyboard player, um, I'm not, so I, can, I don't really enter via what we call a hyperscribe, which is our live entry tool very often. But that's real popular with people um, who have some, some keyboard skills can enter that way. Um, in addition, we have, we have what we call step time input, so it's not live input, but that's used either using our simple entry tool or our speedy entry tool where you can you know, enter using a music keyboard and then using your computer keyboard to change the note durations. Or if you don't have any of that, you can just use your computer keyboard and a mouse. And there's a lot of different flexible ways to enter notes in that. What's nice is you can really kind of take advantage of your situation. Like I'm, I'm on the road a lot, so if I'm at my desk, I can use my big MIDI keyboard. If I'm on the road, I can use my little travel MIDI keyboard. Or if I don't have space for that, I can just sit down and enter notes using my laptop keyboard or my mouse. So it's kind of just really flexible for your workflow or your um, specific situation. Right. But you've got a whole bunch of options in that case. Another huge benefit of Finale is just the power that you have over editing the final page. Uh, I've used a lot of other notation programs, and Finale really lets you do your layout almost any way you want. You have huge changes over exactly how big the music's going to be, scooting lines around, inserting images, those type of things. Can, can you tell us just a little bit about the power that you have over the layout? Sure. So Finale is something that's it's been really known as being an extremely powerful notation program. You know, it, it quite quickly to, took the bit of the publishing world by storm in that you, know, you could do all this now on a computer and have really, really intricate layouts and designs that, you know, you would have had to have done by hand before. So what, what this lets users do is kind of just frees them from having to you know, work in a set template mode or in a way that the software forces them to, to have their music look. So why this is kind of cool is if you're, you, know, you can write for orchestral music one day and have a very standard looking score, or if you need to go and create a worksheet for your, um, let's say your general music class where you have to have something like just one measure on a page with, uh, with a uh, whole note centered in the middle, which is not what we consider standard for music notation, but it was very standard in something that a, you know, a general music type uh, teacher would expect things or an educator would expect something to be like. Um, so we include a lot of examples like that. So you can, you can kind of see in our worksheets and repertoire, you can kind of go and open up some of these worksheets, see how we created them and, and reverse engineer those yourselves using our, our page layout tool. And just a lot of, we have a lot of 
quick tools that let you move measures around where you want it to be. You can click and drag, um, you know, staff systems to another page. It's just a really fluid way of being able to put things where you want it to go um, and not have the program really force you into a certain only a certain style or you have to fight it to try to get the look you want. I think you're right. I've created a lot of worksheets and that that reminds me, there's actually a huge worksheet and exercise library that's included with Finale, isn't there? There is. And we, you know, you can print those out and use them or we include them as Finale files themselves so you can deconstruct them if you want to see how we did it. Or, or, or adapt them by changing the keys or whatever you need to, really. Exactly. Perfect. Let me ask a question that I've always had about this. Uh, when it comes to producing you know, either music or uh, exercises or whatever you're doing with Finale, and then you want to distribute those or sell those, etc., is there any type of licensing concerned using the Finale-type fonts and things? And uh, does that change depending on whether or not you have the educator version or the full version? So I'll, I'll uh, address the educator versus full version question first here. Um, there, there really, there's no difference between the two software. All, or all it is is a price break if you're an educator or um, student or religious musician, religious educator, any of that. You can get a break on the software the first time you purchase it. It doesn't restrict you for what you can do in the software, which is great. So if you buy it as a student education discount, that's yours forever then. So it doesn't, if you were to start doing professional work with it or work that you would um, want to sell later, we, we don't limit that in any way. It's exactly the same. And your second part there is, no, there, there aren't any licensing terms against that. Um, so any music that you create in our software, you, know, you could sell the Finale file itself to somebody else. So there's, I know there's a number of sites out there that do that, that sell Finale files themselves that somebody can purchase, download, and then you know, change the key, rearrange, do what they want with that. Or if you want to sell PDFs of your work, um, we don't have any restrictions on that. The only restriction would be like if you were to take our font, open it up, change the font around and try to resell the font you know, as a alteration like that. But any file or work you create in our software, audio or visual, that, that's yours to do what you want with. Oh, that's really good. That was just kind of this technical question that had always been kind of in the back of my mind. All right. So one of the other questions I was thinking about is there's actually some advanced tools in Finale so that let's say you're creating uh, another type of document and you want to move Finale stuff in there. You can not only export it as a PDF, but you can actually export as images as well. Isn't that true? That's correct. You can either you can take out selections. So if you want just excerpts to put in a Word document uh, on your website, a, kind of anywhere you would want to go with that or uh, entire pages as well. And we support many different formats as well. So anything from EPUB, so you can create EPUB files. So if you want to put it on a um, e-reader or on the web, all the way down to something like as simple like a JPEG. And at the same time, if you want to decorate your scores in some way, it's pretty easy to move images into your finale score. Yes, you can. And we support all those uh, popular image styles as well for bringing in. So PDF, um, EPS, or something like a JPEG or ping file. Perfect. Yeah, and I really don't think that there's other music notation software that offers that. Not much, anyway. Um, some of the top ones do, but we try to be as flexible as we can with that. Yeah. And we are the only one that will um, uh, export as an EPUB file. Now, I had two criticisms that I've heard about Finale that I'd like to give you an opportunity to address if you'd like to. Go for it. Um, the first one, can you justify the cost of the full version of Finale to our listeners? 
when you look at the cost of the software, it, it, it's really set to be as a professional level program. When you kind of look at the kind of the feature set that you're getting for the the cost that it is compared to you know what you would be doing if you didn't have the software, so to be able to create a let's say a full orchestral score, 20, 30 pages with all of the music right now, you kind of look at it, you know, is your time worth doing that or you know the feature set that something like Finale offers at that price range. In addition, we do offer some, as I we've talked before, some lower um, cost products as well that you know, that might suit the needs actually just as fine compared to Finale. So when you have something, you know, if the full version of Finale isn't within your budget, definitely take a look at some of our lower cost products such as Songwriter or Print Music. We do have full functioning demos available that so you can give it a try and see if it works your needs. And, you know, if you use that for a bit, find out down the road that you do need more for Finale, we, we take into account the cost that you've, or the price that you paid for those products, and we, we factor that into an upgrade to Finale. So it's, you get a cheaper upgrade than, than um, you would have normally before. Oh, that makes sense. So you get an upgrade price if you used one of the other versions. Right. So like if you spent you know, from us, uh, I think print music is around $130, uh, we would apply that against a purchase of Finale. The other criticism that I've heard about Finale is... As far as the the frequency of updates is mm-hmm. good, but that many of those updates were not downwards compatible. So it, if you didn't update every year and your friends did, you couldn't exchange files easily. That's true. Um, that's a limitation of our file type. That's something we have heard and hopefully we, we can address. However, one of the best ways to get around that right now is you can use some, a program called Music XML to be able to import and export that back out. Um, which is something we we include with every version of Finale. And that format also makes it possible to exchange files between Sibelius and MuseScore and NoteFlight and other popular programs. Correct. So if you wind up switching to Finale, you can use that format to bring pretty much anything in or out. Yep, and an actually interesting note on that is the, the company that that made um, MusicXML, Recordare, we actually acquired them around the same time that we acquired uh, Garretton a few years ago. So um, they've now joined our company and uh, they used to sell a plugin that was, it was two, about $200 that a Sibelius user had to purchase to be able to function with Music XML in the same way that Finale does. And uh, we've offered that now for free. So anybody that's a Sibelius user that wants to give Finale out a try, you can, you can have that transfer back and forth for free now. And that's something we'll be continuing to develop that technology because, it's again, it's used everywhere right now in the um, music notation world from all the apps on iPad um, to all the desktop apps are supporting Music XML now. We think that's great. So you're not locked into one one file format. You, you can bring your music to other people. Yeah, yeah. Probably, at least historically speaking, Sibelius has been the number one competitor for Finale. Do you feel that that's still true, and do you think that you compete well with them? Yeah, well, actually, you know, we've been around for almost 25 years now, so we, we've had a lot of competitors come and go over the years. And, you know, it, I think it's, it's great that we do have competition. It, it's good for the industry. Um, that's something that... You know, we, we look at what our customers want us to do and, you know, we, we create, you know, really strive to create the best notation software available. And, you know, there's a, there's always going to be others out there. So, you know, we really want to focus on is just making sure that, you know, we're, we're just making the best music notation software possible that, you know, really makes our customers happy and hopefully brings some new people over as well. One of the other really big advantages to Finale is because it's underneath the Make Music company, it has great compatibility, obviously with Garretton, which we talked about earlier, but also with smart music as well. Can you tell us about those features? Yeah. So um, 
smart music it really what drives smart music is actually basically finale the, the notation you see on screen is it's finale's notation engine showing that so um, all the files that you see in, in smart music that you can get as repertoire though those are at some point or another were created in finale and we let the user do that as well we have some um, export functions in finale that let you create smart music files so any music that you create in Finale, you can then send over to Smart Music for you, know, you to practice with or have your students practice with as well. Yeah, yeah, super handy. Uh, so that, that makes a whole lot of sense. If, if you're already using Smart Music, that you should you know, really consider Finale as an option for your music notation needs. Yep, that's right, and only Finale is the one that can export those types of files. Very good. Okay, so I, usually I like to ask a question that would be really helpful for people that are thinking about getting into music technology as a possible career path in the future? Sure. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your experiences in the field of music technology and what you think people should do to prepare to do that if they think that's part of their future? Sure. So I kind of got, got started really, um, I, I didn't really pick out Make Music as an end um, career opportunity. I've been a Finale user for many years before that, but my, my background is actually in... Um, really music production and music engineering. So I was you know, doing a lot of work recording um, live music, um, working with local bands, and then doing some finale work on the side to you know, make a little bit extra cash and do some engraving work, arranging work. I was working with marching bands at the same time. And really uh, a tech support job at Make Music kind of landed on my plate and um, started here just working in tech support. Worked um, up through that department a bit, then you know, about two years ago moved into the product management role. So People are literally looking into going into music technology either as a consultant or trying to you know, work for a company is really just go and find the products you like and get to know those products really well. You'd be surprised kind of what openings come up from just knowing how to use software really well. I mean, if you're you know, taking Finale, for example, you know, if you want to learn, start being able to do some gigs of um, you know, composing for others or doing engraving work or copying work, you know, just, just get a lot of your content into Finale or into any other software that you like and, and just get that out there with friends and take on opportunities like that because you never know where that's going to lead in the future. All right. Well, hey, I cannot thank you enough for doing this interview today. Uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to let our listeners know before we wrap up? Well, it's been great having me here today. And, you know, as you, some of you know, we released our last version of Finale in October of 2011. Um, we did announce last summer that we would have a new version coming out this year. So keep an eye out for that. That is coming. And, yeah, we'll be hope to see everybody soon sometime. So, All right. Well, again, it's been an absolute pleasure. And all you guys at home, keep on practicing. Mm-hmm.